that you want to be reunited with the people you lost. Our homecoming will be truly divine. So greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Episodic Discussion Podcast. We're talking about Death Space Remake today and how we've been playing this game for like a long time. Been playing it for like 10 hours and having a good time with it. And we're going to talk about all the changes, things we liked, things we didn't like, and we're going to get right into it from there. So I'm going to get Albert of the host, and I'd like to introduce Max. How's it going, buddy? Hello, it's going good. It's an absolute honor to be here. I'm very excited to talk about Dead Space because in the world of horror franchises, I would say Dead Space is about near the top. So I am pretty excited to talk about this one. Next up is our guest, Pirate Jack. How's it going? I'm Pirate Captain Jack. I stream on Twitch at Pirate Captain Jack. I've been playing horror games for most of my days. And to be completely honest, this is one of the best remakes to come out in the last four years. Awesome. Next up is Shug. What is up? The name's Sugar, and I'm currently playing or finishing the game right now, so I might be heavy concentrated on that. But I'm here to cast my own opinions on this podcast because I love this game. And the last one is Spartan. Ooh. All right, we're gonna move on to the first question. Let me get the document open. So, what was your initial thoughts on EA Motive taking over for the Death Space remake? In your opinion, were you nervous, upset, relieved over time? Describe your thought process. Uh, the first person I want to go is Max. I say that so dramatically. So, <laughs> first instincts, um, always, I'm always suspicious of big AAA companies with EA, and I'll admit I've never really heard of Motive, so I had to do some digging. They did uh, the newest Star Wars Battlefront 2, they did Rogue Squadrons, and then they did the Dead Space remake. Uh, first instinct, a little bit of suspicion, a little bit of like, has it really been long enough to, well, has it really been long enough to like, um, make the game itself but definitely playing through the game it's very clear they respected they respected the lore they respected the world the feeling they cared so as i went through the game i gained more and more respect for them overall but first instincts usually suspicion because that's because i'm a cynic all right next up is jack what do you think of this question uh, truth be told, I've played a lot of Motives games in the past. I've played the Battlefront 2 uh, 2015. I've played uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, not Rogue Squadron, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Both phenomenal games. I didn't have any reservations about Motive taking over because from what they take of the Star Wars, from what they took of the Star Wars universe and what they were doing with the Dead Space universe, I knew that it was going to be in good hands and it was going to be very much respected and taken care of. But the the big thorn in my side is ea for obvious reasons uh but that's just that's a conversation that's either here or there if you catch my drift all right shook it's your turn what do you think of this i was actually very excited 
Um, sure. I never really had heard of Motive. I do have some of their games. I just probably forgot that they existed. But um, I did enjoy what they did with Squadrons. It was pretty nice. Didn't really play it too much, but it was a, a very good game. So I was like, I put the mentality that they made a pretty good game there with EA. And I kind of trusted them to work with Dead Space, especially because it, that's EA's baby, in all honesty. And uh, whenever the trailer started coming out, I was like, oh, you know, shit, this game is actually looking really good. And uh, and I think it, it also came as a surprise, because not really many people knew about it whenever they actually just, you know, revealed it. So um, I was very excited when I saw anything that had to do with this game in general, because I was a big fan of it. So very excited to see a new generation of people play this game. And uh. I guess better looking uh format in some way. I'm gonna go next. Uh obviously there is the whole issue of EA closing down visceral games. They basically shuttered the studio that was initially behind Death Space, and that warrants some very, very critical eyes some very very critical standpoints as to what they were doing and how they're bringing in this new team but i will say people need to also notice that ea has also been sort of leaving these studios alone like respawn with star wars jedi fallen order that was filled with no micros and they also let a way out slide as well and they said you know we're not going to put micros in this game and you get free co-op if you fuck with the system so that was something that ea never really did before their multiplayer ventures of course is still filled to the brim with that stuff but they've been when they don't fuck with people they will flourish as studios and that's what happened here um i'm glad that they were open and transparent by showing off alphas and gameplay and saying hey if you got feedback give it to us because i felt if motive didn't do that I would have been a lot more skeptical than I am now. So as they opened up the game, they opened up my trust. And as I played it, I really dug it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was fantastic. And uh, it, it was like just fixing and fine tuning what was there with Death Space 1. And that's what it should have been from the beginning. So that's how I feel about it. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next question then. So how did you feel about the general gameplay improvements that EA Motive made for Death Space Remake. Uh, Max, I'll let you go first. All right, so reading this when we were like, you know, getting ready for the podcast and everything, I kind of have an odd moment of um, what were exactly the general gameplay improvements? Because something that's kind of interesting, when games are remade, there's always like a de debate between do you fully, you know, to compare Resident Evil Remake 2 versus Resident Evil Remake 1. Do you take the whole thing, overhaul it, improve it, but still keep the general shame, same uh, location, story, themes, or do you stay as close to the original while still improving it? Dead Space 1 as a game still holds up very well, and honestly, the remake holds to it, and it just tightens things up. The throw system from Dead Space 2 is there, the different um, zero-gravity controls are there. But more importantly, there's different side quests now. The upgrade system has changed. Instead of having the entire tree, instead you have to find specific pieces that upgrade more or that unlock more of the tree. Um, different, I guess you could say, mini game systems like the ADS cannons and the like. 
all of those have been updated. I would say complete, absolute it's success and improvement. I have no doubt that if I went back and I played the original now, I'd be like, oh, what do you mean? There isn't a system of security cards that you have to like go around that give you an ability. I guess, how, how should I word this? The security cards gave a reason to backtrack, but they also gave a reason to explore, which helped out with the side quests because they never threw them in your face. But instead, as you explored looking for other loot because of the security cards, you would run into them. Not to mention, as I said, the, I guess the movement felt better in space, especially the weapons felt better. Overall, just an incredible improvement while still maintaining the roots of the game. It still felt like a horror game. It still felt like you were closed in, being hounded, all those things. It wasn't full-on action, which might be an issue for later remakes, but just an absolute improvement overall. The phrase I used when I first played it was, my heart sings, because everything feels good and brand new, even though I have played the first one a lot. And yeah, I still hold to that looking back. It just feels glorious. So there definitely is a familiarity to the game in terms of playing similar to Death Space 1, but it is improvements that I've seen, like of course it might be minimal but it's still there. So we've seen uh, the higher upgrade tree for the weapons, the fact that you can upgrade uh, the weapons with differing things like flame rounds or putting um higher rate of fire on the little pulse rifle um the side quest uh going through clearance doors and not having to use up your nodes in order to get through the door i really appreciated that because now i can spend time upgrading isaac way more uh so is that the death space 2 combat with the stomp i'm glad that's back as well as the zero g segments where you can fly around and those tedious levels of jumping from point to point is now gone um it it isn't bad and i i really appreciate that they took time to really look at death space 2 they really said hey this is what worked in that game we're gonna port it over into the first one along with uh putting in the various control schemes from each game and saying hey this is your toolbox you play with it while also trying to make the game a little bit more creepier in the process so i i i did enjoy that for what it is i do have a few problems that i'm going to talk about that's relatively new to this game but overall uh improvements to be made i think they nailed the job on that one so jack it's your turn uh truth be told i felt like the timing uh this may be just 15 years of uh riddled eyesight going out but i felt the timing for some of the things were off just a hair uh, especially in the zero G sequences, being able to bounce from one platform to another felt a little bit more faster and rapid, but I can understand why they implemented the zero G open movement that they did in those segments. Um, however, uh, most of it just felt like a, an overall improvement to everything. Uh, aiming, especially with mouse and keyboard, is so much faster and so much more responsive than it was, you know, 15 years ago, not to mention uh, being able to, you know, more precisely place your stasis uh, areas to affect like the lurkers and some of the other faster creatures, being able to stop them so you can pinpoint, hey, I don't want you having that arm. That arm's too attached to you. I don't like it. Um, being able to just be more precise is the big thing that I enjoyed. 
also what you mentioned about having to not necessarily backtrack as much um or open doors that required nodes in the original but being able to continue on and then if you have if you want the option to backtrack it's perfectly there you can go back and pick up any lost ammo or health or anything else that you might have missed next up is Shug. what do you think about this uh so i felt that the game was uh at least compared to the original in terms of combat it was a lot faster um kind of felt uh, very smooth with how it played and i was halfway expecting it to be almost equally or exactly the same as the original which you know very slow the, the fucking the slap that he does is actually looks more powerful in this game compared to the other game um the the key cards the key cards were amazing i actually went and did a lot of backtracking because of it especially after uh making the uh master key um another one uh could it be what was it uh, yeah like the maps were pretty good uh I kind of wish that I could tag stuff in the map, but then again, it's probably not really needed. You just got to remember how uh, how to you know traverse the map itself. But uh, I think the only issue I had with it is that I couldn't really mark stuff for me to find it later on and be like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to go and follow like a, a trail. But um, I think overall, like the combat itself was amazing in all honesty compared to the the original. Um, it was kind of weird at first whenever you start the game because they have their own motive, did their own like uh, control scheme. So I was actually happy that I could switch it over to Dead Space 1 or Dead Space 2. I don't remember which one I was using. And made it a lot more of a comfortable experience instead of using a, a whole new control scheme. Um, uh, what else? I think, I think that might be it, yeah. All right, so we'll move on to the third question, which I'll go first on. But is there any criticisms with the game that you may have, especially notions that you might have missed from the original? So there's a couple, in my opinion. Um, actually, it's pretty small, but I'll just list the main two. So number one, I kind of miss when stuff like the plasma cutter was like louder in terms of their uh gun sounds like it really felt crunchy in the original when shooting that thing and i i just feel like they diminished the sound for some reason i know they did a lot of audio mixing and presentation on how the weapons will sound in the game but i i just feel like compared to the original it was not as good and uh there's a few animation hiccups that i had where i was shooting someone in the corner and I was backing up into a wall and all of a sudden Isaac would point his gun into the ceiling and I would be like, why is he doing that? Why is he pointing off base for what I'm trying to make him do, which is shoot the enemy in front of me. And I had issues like that where it's like he points up, he points up randomly and it doesn't really feel right in an enclosed space. Uh, so that's one other issue I had. And then there was one more. I don't know if this was in the original, but there was an issue where i would use kinesis and for some reason i'm trying to grab like an explosive barrel or something and then isaac would pick up something else and it wouldn't be what i want and then i would throw like a shoe at the enemy and 
I'm like, why, why is he doing that? Why does he not prioritize where I want him to grab the explosive barrel and hit the enemy? Uh, so I had that issue a lot on hard mode on stream and it just felt frustrating. So if they do other remakes in the future, I hope they take that into account because it was little stuff like that that could be annoying in the long run for certain runs that you're doing like on like on impossible or something uh you don't want to pick up a shoe and hit somebody when you know if the necromorph kills you that's it you're 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 dead you're done for the entire session so uh i hope they fix that but jack what about you what do you feel on this any criticisms uh like i said in my previous um some of the criticisms that I had were just the being able to bounce around earlier and earlier uh, from like jump point to jump point in the original versus the zero G sequence. Cause in my honest opinion, while yes, moving around in zero G is amazing and everything it's definitely slower and a bit sl more sluggish uh, as you're moving through it. But um, I can get why they did that. The only other major criticism that I have is if you are if you have if you kinesis moduled uh, a particular like part or something and you're trying to carry it through a door, sometimes the door will close prematurely on your arm, causing Isaac to go. Ugh! And it's just very it's like I at first I found it humorous when I, when I did it on stream, but then it just got progressively like slightly more annoying because I'm like, huh. That's annoying. Um, some of the things that I missed from the original, uh, it felt the like I said, the original felt a little faster. If that's like anything, if that's anything to derive from, it just felt a just a hair faster than what we what we got currently. But other than that, I didn't really have a lot of criticisms. The atmosphere is fantastic. The control screen, the control scheme is amazing on mouse and keyboard, whereas the original didn't really have a lot of mouse and keyboard support at the time. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just felt that the game was absolutely top notch and one of the best ones released in the last four years. Doug, what about you? Any criticisms for Death Space Remake? Uh, I would, I would say like some of those like technical stuff, like trying the uh to slow down a door and it just closes like prematurely on you while it's still uh in stasis kind of got annoying a couple times uh i would have a couple of I, I wouldn't i don't know if they're like audio issues or not but they would cue the song and it'd be like very very loud and i, I would be in the middle of a conversation with the character like i had just you know i was just playing it and uh i was having a conversation i, f I forgot his name already and there was just music playing over the whole thing, and I didn't hear a single thing he said because of the music just randomly playing over it. Um, I think another one could be um, uh, whenever I would run, going full sprint, my camera would go crazy. Um, and I would have a couple of issues where I would be, at least I wouldn't be in combat, but I would be just exploring in general, and I would go full sprint down the hallway and out of nowhere uh isaac would look left and my whole camera would just shake over left and then shake back to the center and keep going um and yeah i think like those those like were some of the annoyances that i had i didn't really experience too many 
I don't know about other people, but I, I didn't really experience too many issues besides the fact that it froze on me like 10 minutes ago in, in the last mission. So that's that's pretty much it. All right, Max, it is your turn. The baton is yours. Any criticisms for Death Space Remake? Hi, uh, for me, I would say the primary criticisms I have all have to do with New Game Plus. So we do have we do have that later on as a question. So I'll focus more on that then. But um, other than that, there's one that I'm sure Spartan's going to me and Spartan are going to go off about this, that the flamethrower used to work in space and there's some in world lore reason. And now it doesn't, which kind of drove me nuts, but fine, whatever. It's a mechanics thing. Um. For me, this is something I want to bring up, not necessarily because it's a criticism, but I did see people criticize it. As much as the game feels fast, in many facets, it also feels slower, almost methodical and thought out. It's very hard to describe in that things are coming at you quickly. You have to think about it, but it always feels like there's just enough time to act on it, to come up with a plan to grab something, even if sometimes I ran into an issue too where... um. Like, I would try to reach for something and I'd grab something else. But, like, well, it's a spiky, good enough, hit, and it'd be fine. But um, a lot of people I saw saw that as, like, a bad thing. I honestly really, really liked it because it still made you feel like you're on the edge. You had to really focus, but also you had time to think, even if it was slower pace. The biggest gripe I had, though, excluding the New Game Plus bit, is that, um, speaking of impossible runs, there was a chapter, I believe it was six, where you have to... um where you have to collect a rig from someone in order to fire off the SOS beacon. I forget the exact context, but this happened to people in different places where there's an item you have to pick up that is you know, critical to the continuation of the store. You have to get this item. This is not an option. And the game wouldn't spawn it. Now, thankfully, this was patched out. This should be fixed. But at the time, it was kind of infuriating because I was doing an impossible run. So you know, I couldn't go back a save or something. But thankfully, that was fixed. So... You know, everything was totally fine. And then I promptly got killed in the centrifuge room because that happens every time I play the game. But that's just a normal gameplay thing. Otherwise, in terms of criticisms, I saw some other small things like, oh, you know, weapons themselves take up an item slot and other things like that. But really, I didn't have very many genuine criticisms besides New Game Plus, which we'll talk about in a bit. Spartan, it's your turn. I've only got two criticisms and they're all about the weapons and a little nitpick um yes max um even in the original game it didn't work in space that was uh due to a coding issue the devs later admitted when two came out which they fixed and i thought okay you know what they would have fixed it for the remake they didn't. I don't know if that was because they looked past it, they didn't understand that. That's not a massive deal. Um, the other thing that I'm not a massive fan of is the actual weapons taking an inventory slot. Now, I can understand that instead of now having 25 inventory slots, we have 30, which is a welcome surprise. Um, but it, it, that was never in the original three games. Um, it had its own little mini mini wheel for weapons, which yes, still technically exists in the remake, but now in the remake, it actually takes up an inventory spot. Again, it's not game breaking, but it w wasn't something I was used to. Um, 
But to be fair, someone on a PS5 who played it day one on PS5, I didn't have that many issues with it. It was it was surprisingly well done game. And I know again, Max said that there were issues with stuff not loading up properly. And unfortunately, it's one of those things where Dead Space has always had pretty rubbish um, ports to PC throughout its entire history. Um, but I'm glad that Motive actually got a fair backside and fixed it right away and didn't leave it weeks. Yeah, I there's one thing that I wanted to bring up that happened to me but it was minor like it, it was a small crash no it was when isaac died on the tram in the initial chapters and when he died the game would not say that i'm dead he's dead but it wouldn't go to the death screen of the loading ishimura tram uh situation so i was just like stuck there until i restarted it and I thought that was a weird bug and glitch that they had to sort of, I don't know if they fixed that or not, but it didn't happen afterwards after that initial session. So uh, just some small, tiny, weird bugs and glitches that I seen, but nothing too game breaking or uh, nothing that would make me say, oh, I, don't, I don't like this game. I, I think it was still solid for what it was. So we're going to move on to number four. What do you think of Motive's take on all of the guns and weapons in Death Space Remake? Uh, I will let Max go first. So with the weapons, the first thing, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the idea that, um, so in the original Dead Space, let's just make up numbers, uh, you would have five upgrades for your capacity, five for rate of fire, five for power, stuff like that, that theoretically, if you had infinite money, the moment you walked up to a shop, you could just sit there, buy all the nodes, upgrade your gun to become a god gun, and it, it worked. It was good. It was a great system and encouraged you to explore, but with the node doors, also encouraged you to be a little bit careful you couldn't just use it willy-nilly now you had to actually explore around the environment and find secret rooms that would unlock other parts of the trees with the guns and the weapons honestly i think it's a really good improvement it encourages you to explore it stops you from getting too strong too quickly although granted the plasma cutter will always be a god gun so that's debatable I think they were really good. There were some nerfs. There was some. There was some buffs. I used to be a staunch preacher of the of the pulse rifle. I thought it was the best thing ever. But now it doesn't stun, but the flamethrower does. So I've changed religions. I'd say they all feel really, really good. The only thing that really bugs me, and once again, this is a new game plus thing. I wish this sounds silly. I wish you could upgrade them multiple times as you go through New Game Plus, because if you do your full exploring, if you do all the side quests, if you like take your time with everything, what was it? By the end of my first run on Impossible to Hard, because the centrifuge room, uh, I had two fully upgraded guns, two fully upgraded suit, or sorry, two fully upgraded guns, one pretty much upgraded suit, and like nodes to spare. So by the end of New Game Plus, I had three fully upgraded guns, a uh, fully upgraded suit, and I was making nodes that I was turning my nodes into shoes and other jewelry. So I do wish at least a new game plus you could stack upgrades. I feel like that wouldn't be too hard to program. Sure, you get an insane gun, but it's new game plus. It should be insane. But in a general sense, I'll be honest, I don't really, I didn't really play with the other guns that much besides the, the, 
what's it called the pulse rifle the flamethrower and the uh, plasma cutter but i really did love how they failed oh the um the different alternate fires based on like dead space two and three all wonderful i'm sorry sticking your pulse rifle in the ground and it's shooting three shots just like around you absolutely useless a landmine beautiful i i think they all felt really really good i agree i i think that they nailed how the weapons were the all fire is great uh one thing i really liked is how the weapons will affect the enemies so of course if you get the the force gun and you shoot somebody with it the entire skin off the necromorph will peel off and you'll see that like in real time so each weapon obviously like i said um there is some good and some bad with it uh max talked about it before where he says some guns got nerfed and that is true for the pulse rifle i i really wasn't feeling it at first so i was like you know maybe i'll upgrade this gun a little bit and it'll get better and then i believe someone in the discord said hey just use the alternate fire with the mines you'll be fine uh so i i was doing that and i was like oh this is really good for clearing out enemies this is nice uh then they decided to expand on the gun so you can go in the store and you'll get like special upgrades for it where it's like hey you'll have more capacity or you can shoot faster or you can have flame rounds and i i i thought that just added a lot of variety and depth that wasn't there before so with these upgrade trees you got a lot more going on as opposed to saying oh here's capacity here's damage here's range here's what we're gonna do um this is like okay i can get this expensive upgrade i could do some stuff with it i could get a long magazine for the plasma cutter and just go the fuck off and i think that was one of the things i noticed that was really great it really gave you time to understand the ingenuity of what was going on and uh, for better or worse I, I i think it really worked out well I, I my favorite gun though is the contact beam i just love being able to shoot a massive laser and destroy any necromorph standing around it I, I i thought that was like one of the more interesting guns in the game along with the flamethrower i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of like saying oh man this is great in like mostly every situation even uh well not every situation but the ones with the guardians on the walls and they just stand there and it's like i'm shooting the fuck out of them and i have to use the flamethrower and they die instantly so they definitely buffed that and it's just the adherence to the guns and understanding how they worked and, and seeing what they could do with them. But mostly, I really loved it a lot. And I will pass the baton over to Jack. As uh, my fellow uh, gaming associates have stated, <laughs> that, uh, the uh, weapons themselves are absolutely fantastic. Have the great punch that they are uh, needed. And uh, I am a uh, firm plasma cutter believer. It is one of the best weapons that you can ever use in the game. While, yes, I have not completed the game in and of itself, I can openly admit that uh, it is a fantastic weapon. The Pulse Rifle has gotten me out of some situations that I uh, could not have been in without the damn thing, especially placing that stupid mine to blow something's legs off. That way I can back away and pick at it away with the Plasma Cutter. Uh, I also love the Ripper Blade. Being able to take a, uh, a uh, saw blade and turn things into minced meat is uh, absolutely fantastic. Therefore, I do declare that uh, the weapons are absolutely fantastic. That is all I can say. Carry on. 
All right, so JFK has a voice. The Cuban Missile Crisis isn't your favorite weapon for the <laughs> I just want to be clear about I, uh, that. I'd vote for you if it was. Just saying. I, uh, I do not wish to. Uh, I, I regret to inform you that I do not wish to answer. Uh. All right, J JFK has spoken. Uh, he has a presidential election to attend to. Hopefully there's no snipers afoot. Uh, we will continue on to Suge. So Suge, please tell us. <laughs> please tell us what you think of the weapons, sir. As our uh, elected uh, speaker, uh, he decided to admit that all uh, the plasma cutter is the most superior weapon, and I agree. I used that one second, and uh, my line gun was probably my favorite gun. Uh, I, uh, what was it in Dead Space? I, no, probably everybody hates it, but Dead Space Three, where you could customize your gun and whatnot. I always had uh, a big line gun with another plasma cutter on it. So you know, I I use it as much as I can, and I loved it. And whenever I get the got the chance to do it in Dead Space One, I loved it. I used it. I upgraded it fully, uh, both cutters actually, and. Uh, it is amazing. I love the secondary fire with the uh, with the extra lasers you can throw on the floor. It kind of it did it kind of screwed me a couple times because I would get overwhelmed and I would get scared and I would just shoot it. But it worked. Um, another one thing is that the the plasma cutter gets an upgrade for when you melee something. They just get knocked the hell back. So it's really good to clear from situations, and I love that because I got in a lot of situations where I was cornered. So just having isaac just flail and scream as loud as he can while you know pushing all these people back is amazing um another gun that i use a bit but i didn't really use it much for anything besides uh killing those wall uh assholes was the flamethrower i used that one the most for that i would just throw the uh the the firewall and it would just kill them instantly that is pretty much it the only use i ever saw to the uh Excuse me. To the um, the to the flamethrower. Another one that I had to use was the contact beam, which is you know the little amazing kamehameha beam, basically. Uh, and I used that to get rid of tendrils when they were far. So like I I didn't really use those other two guns besides my my cutter and line gun, but I did do some uses of them in some technicalities where I was like I don't want to use this ammo. I'll use this one because I don't use it. And these wall uh, wall things that are just annoying as hell, spawning uh, babies on the floor. I just used it for just one-shotting them, basically, with the fl flame wall. So, like, I didn't really use it much, but I still had some use to it. The other guns just stayed in storage because I didn't really give a damn about them. All right, Spartan, it's your turn. Tell us what you think about the guns. I'll admit that I didn't actually use all of the guns until my new game plus when I was mopping up um, trophies because I'm a masochist. I like being punished. So on my first playthrough, I did a 100% uh, collectible run on Impossible with the Plasma Cutter only. And even then, it wasn't that much of a challenge. Tee hee hee. Um, but I will say for the new player, um, each weapon has its use. Um, I just um, mentioned earlier that the flamethrower against the Guardians, the alternate 
uh, fire for the flamethrower is absolutely devastating, especially unupgraded on impossible, which shouldn't be a thing, but that's almost an insta-kill on the enemy, and it's just so tremendously great. Um, I never really used the pulse rifle, um, and it's just, it was one of those things where I never used it in the original, um, so I didn't really see much use. Um, Ripper was absolutely fantastic because the amount of stun locks it gives enemies is phenomenal. Um, going forwards on another impossible run, it saved me a lot of time and a lot of health being able to knock enemies back, especially in the engine room in Chapter 3. Um, that helped out quite a bit. Um, only thing that I wish that Motive would fix going forwards, either in a patch or potentially for Remake 2, was that match the ammo capacity of the weapon, uh, sorry, the pickup, so say plasma energy is 25, flame uh, flamethrower fuel is 250, max fat to, um, match that, sorry, to the max ammo that that weapon can hold uh, because it's a little bit of a nitpick for me that the plasma cutter has 23 rounds and not 25 because I refuse to upgrade it to 23 it's kept at 20 why because I'm a little bitch can't say much more than that <laughs> all right then so let's move on to the next question so this is a bit of a long one but I'll read all right, how do you feel about the intensity director? This is a new mechanic and AI system that creates noises. New creatures will spawn as RNG and there is more atmospheric fog in certain places when backtracking to scare the player. Additionally, what do you think of Isaac's voice also changing depending on how much damage he has sustained? I'll go with Max first. So first, I would like to defend the idea of keeping everything to nice even fives. It's the same on the TV remote. It's the same with money. It's just everything feels better with fives. I get it. But um, with the intensity director, in concept, as an idea, I absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was great. I love the idea that like as you backtrack to areas you clear, the game still keeps you on your toes. The different moments where the uh, the tram would like start to shake and stop and like the doors would start to open and then they would like, you know, then you continue on your way. Really genuinely scared me uh, when different panels on the wall would like bust open, nothing would come out, would really genuinely scare me. I love the idea of that. However, I wish it was more brutal and it was more... I guess, yeah, just brutal, vicious, mean about it. Because, uh, as so, you know, I've played the game before. I'm playing on Possible. I have an upgraded flamethrower and a plasma cutter. I'm doing pretty good at life. I wish the intensity director was more willing to be like, no, no, you need to suffer today. The example that I always go to is, um, this might sound a bit weird because we're talking about the remake specifically, is Dead Space Downfall, the movie. In that movie, the moment there's one necromorph, Literally, the ship goes to hell, there's blood on the walls, everyone's a necromorph, everyone's getting murdered in like five minutes. And as much as there are moments in the game where I felt that, I wish the intensity director made me feel that all the time. I recognize that's not a general purpose thing. I recognize it's probably not for everyone because I'm also a masochist. And I recognize, yo, you need to have those moments of calm. So, like, you can't have all stress all the time. And there needs to be ebbs and flows and 
all those kinds of things. So I do like the intensity director in concept. I like how it changes like, uh, you know, different dialogue, how you talk, how your character moves, everything like that. The game is clearly trying to scare you, but I wish it was allowed to go harder is my main thought on that. Um, I did like the system, but I, I had some issues with it. Some small ones, like sometimes I would be backtracking and wondering what's going on. Then I turn around and a necromorph just is standing there and it's like, can't hear you, man. Come on, man. I, sh I should have some be able to hear you uh, out of the corner of my eye but sometimes that happens where it's like stuff is standing right near you and you don't even know it's there it makes the game scarier don't get me wrong but i i just wish that the the audio was a little bit better in that department but overall i i i did like it for what it was um i felt like it made backtracking a bit more eventful because like normally when you backtrack you you just go back through a routine area you cleared it it's no problem this is like i'm going back to an area i don't know what's going to show up i don't know when it's going to show up i don't know how the environment will change so it keeps you on your toes and it's like you have to go in being prepared because you might not have cleared that area they might fuck with you they might decide to say, hey, we're going to put a necromorph in a vent and you have to deal with him. There might be a baby on the floor. I saw like several babies on the floor and I went over there to stomp their brains out. So it's one of those things where I I appreciate what they did uh, is sometimes where it, it annoys me to high hell and back, especially when they start making like very loud noises. And then you go into a room and you find out that the vent just fell on the floor and that's it. There's nothing there. Uh, I think those are the worst ones in my opinion where they make noise and you don't know if something's coming out or not and it tends to be nothing but uh, that's the beauty of the game so uh, yeah they could have done a little bit more uh, had a more meaner selection I agree with that but for what it was for a first start I didn't think it was half bad I'm gonna let Jack go on this question this is question number six I mean number five like man speak for yourself the intensity director has me on the edge of my seat most of the time uh like the whole fact of it being brutal or further harder when you get further down the game or anything that can be like very up tuds man i play games to relax sometimes but there are other times where it's like you know i want to get into the game and having the intensity director fuck with you every five minutes is like <laughs> Like, man, that's that's something else. Like, soinks! Uh, the other thing is, like, when Isaac takes more damage and is able to, like, convey that he's hurting and everything, like, that's just really intense. Being able to convince the, the fact that this character that we're playing as is in actual pain is amazing. So, like, with the intensity director being such a shithead and everything, I think they could tone it down just a hair but like as you said like if you're backtracking through the ship and everything that it should be fine all right so we had shaggy joining us with the scooby snacks uh where we're gonna we're gonna move on to suge again with the intensity director right. scooby snacks was so much adderall i swear Sorry, right, sure. Lateral onto those Scooby Snacks. But anyways, so um, sweet, huh? <laughs> uh, 
the this the horror direction i loved it and all honesty i had the uh you, you you would have those rooms where they do turn on the fans and the fans start going fast and they just pop at the beginning they scared the shit out of me at the end they were just pissing me off and all honesty because it was happening so much to me at least um but i liked that whenever i would go into a room i would do something real quick with the uh with either buying something or upgrading the weapon and I will walk out. I go into a different room and I pick like a random node and I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm going to go back since it's right there and I'm upgrading it. And as soon as I go back into this room, there's just a random ass necromorph on the floor. And I'm like, wait, that's not supposed to be there because I was just here and I was not there. So I just stay like at the door and I look at it and I'm like, that's going to get up as soon as I walk up to it. So I shot it and it did. So, um, I think thanks to, I think it's Resident Evil that used to do that kind of shit a lot with the uh, the fake dead on the floor. So, I would always preemptively shoot every single dead body on the floor, mainly because I have been, you know, terrified and scared to just like walk in and have that shit, you know, jump at me. So I'm like, I'm always expecting something from the floor to jump at me as soon as I see it. So I either stomp it or shoot it before I go into a room sometimes when I see too many. And, um, you know, just avoid getting uh, scared in general. Other times I would be uh, uh, having just a full-blown war with uh, the the pregnant one and the one with the, uh, with the explosive arm. And I'm like, I want to keep the pregnant one away from me and I want the babies to die with it because I don't want to have that problem when I'm fighting them. And all of a sudden I see claws behind me trying to grab me and I'm like, there's something behind me. I need to turn around also and shoot this. But mainly you end up getting grabbed. So you always have that kind of thing where you're not even safe in a hallway because sometimes something will spawn behind you. And uh I love that. And I like um with with how Callisto did it, you know, uh, back in back when that came out, it did it a lot where some enemies will be just randomly popping up behind you. So I like that too. It scared me sometimes. Other times it was like, oh shit, he's behind me. I need to turn around. But I think the way that they did the the horror and trying to scare you at every turn that you had, even going in backtracking uh, areas. Uh, it was good. It was fun. It was entertaining. It kept you on your toes. It kept you attentive to what was going on. If you're playing with headphones, you got to turn that shit up so you can hear everything that's going around. And sometimes you would hear the music going off and there's nothing happening. So um, I think the way they did it was good. They might either have to tone it down a little bit with how much they do it or maybe tone it up a bit, but more fixed in terms of uh, how much they do it. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Not really too many complaints about it. I'm I'm always expecting something to jump at me in horror games. So, yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to Spartan. What do you think of this, buddy? If I'm going to be completely honest, apart from the tram stopping in the middle between two stations, I didn't really notice the intensity director that much. Um, I know sacrilege. What am I saying? Um, but. I had hoped that it would have screwed with the environment a bit more because at the end of the day, we're on a ship that is, for lack of a better word, and pardon my French, 
fucked. It is screwed. It is damaged beyond almost all repair. Now, yes, we're going around fixing the engines and the navigation, blah, 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 blah. Um, however, what I would have liked is the occasional, we go into a new room and all of a sudden the oxygen is cut off. And we're like, oh, shit. Is that part of the game? Is that the intensive director? Oh no, it's not coming on. I'm almost out of, out of oxygen. That sort of thing. Um, that would have been fun. Um, now they could only do that so many times before it gets tiring. But going forward, especially for Dead Space Remake 2, which I've no doubt they will inevitably do, um, they, can, they can just continue to crank up on the intensity director. Um, Definitely work on it, because they've got a lot of potential for it. All right, so we're going to move on. Uh, I just want to add one quick comment on the Isaac voice thing. I, I thought it was fine uh, when he's in, like, danger. He'll say, oh, man, I he, he sounds like he's on the verge of death. So I, I liked that they did that. I, I hope more games do that, where if you go into a cutscene or something like that and you're hurt he'll speak differently depending on if he's in fine caution or danger. I, I, I think that adds a touch of realism that he's really hurting and he is talking in a lower monotone voice as opposed to being like more energetic when he's fine. Uh, so I want to move on to the next question. That's question number six. This is for the New Game Plus people only. Did you play New Game Plus? If so, what did you think of it? Along with the new rig and the Phantom Necromorph enemies. Uh, I will let Max go first. To add to that point of like Isaac talking different things, maybe it's just me. I think he sweared a bit more whenever you're like super hurt and like stomping, which I always thought was great. That was just like, fuck you, I'm sick of this shit. Rah, rah. And it, you know, it makes sense that you'd be more like that as you're more hurt overall. But okay, so New Game Plus, I was really excited about this when I learned that this was going to be a concept, the idea of like, okay, you know, play the game again. Good times had by all. But about one a level, there's a few with two. You need to find a marker, and if you do that, you get a super secret special ending, which I just want to make sure, yep, we're going to be talking about specifically later. Um, I like that overall. I thought it was great. However, as I was playing it, I quickly came to a realization that um, is, I only know how to explain this in a little bit of an odd way. Let's pretend for like whatever reason you go into a zone and there are 10 necromorphs. Just for whatever reason, you know for a fact there's going to be 10. The Phantom Necromorphs, they were freaky, they were cool, they had red glowing eyes. Whenever you saw one, and it, it was always kind of scary to like see its eyes a little bit in the distance, they would move real fast, move real erratic. Good stuff had by all, right? Or good times had by all. The problem was, though, is if in the original game there was like 9 to 10 enemies or so, in the new game plus, it was not en enemies 11 and 12 are now Necromorphs. It didn't feel like they actually changed the um, the number or the position or the... I guess, intelligence, health, damage of any of the base necromorphs. It really didn't feel like it. It just instead felt like, okay, occasionally, every now and then, there will be one or two that are phantom versions, which was a bit disappointing when you realize that even brutes would have phantom versions and you could still just cryo them, walk behind them, unload a clip of your flamethrower, and they would die, just like everything else. I was really excited going into New Game Plus, but I quickly became overpowered. Normal Necromorphs were just an absolute joke or an annoyance. Phantoms, every now and then, hey, they got me. 
but um, never enough to really put me into the red or even get close to killing me. It was the centrifuge again, because there's something about that damn room that always gets me at least once. I'm pretty sure it's cursed. But um, I was really excited for New Game Plus, and I was a bit disappointed because kind of like with the uh, intensity director, I wanted them to overwhelm me. I wanted them to be like, oh, you're starting with all your new equipment. You got all your new toys. Fantastic. We're going to kill you now. And I was a bit disappointed at that. Uh, as I mentioned before, with the weapons, uh, you get nodes out the ass, and it, unless you're fully upgrading four weapons, you're going to have extras. So that's why I really wish, like, um, as an example, even the unique upgrades, they're like, oh, yo, you fully upgraded your gun. Would you like to have your new game plus plasma cutter where you can get all the same upgrades again? And in the same kind of line of thought, you know, I understand if... um. They didn't want to do this in the main game, but the unique upgrades that they had on the weapons in New Game Plus, they could have had unique upgrades on the suit. They could have had unique upgrades on the weapons, like even further. Something to make you feel even more powerful. So that way, if you are the guy that's like, yes, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run for office, only use the plasma cutter. I'm going to kick ass, take names. Life's going to be great. And I have no joke, 50 nodes. What do I need to do though? Do with them. So yeah, I wish. I wish they were a lot more intense. I wish there was a lot more enemies and they were just just straight up trying to kill you kind of a thing. And I wish you had more things to do with the nodes. In the meantime, we'll talk about the secret ending of the Dead Space remake in a bit. But yeah, I was unfortunately a bit disappointed in New Game Plus, even if it was fun sprinting through basically fully equipped. All right, Spartan, I'm going to pass this to you because I have not played New Game Plus and I don't think uh, Shug or Jack has got there. So you're the last one to answer this before we move on to the next one. It's just us, buddy. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I, again, to be fair, New Game Plus, apart from the extra audio logs and the level six suit, and even then, the Phantom Necromorphs, it wasn't that much of a difference. Um, I only went ahead and completed it because I, if I get a game, I try and platinum it. And one of the achievements was to complete, uh, sorry, one of the trophies was to complete on a new game plus. I d genuinely didn't feel that much of a challenge. Um, I wish there was an option where we could have started new game, brand new, new game, no upgrades whatsoever, and then have the Phantom Necromorphs come in, because that would have been a challenge. Um, because having all your weapons fully upgraded, your rig fully upgraded, going into new game plus, it's like, nah, you, you know what's going to happen. It's like, they've got, uh, spitball guns and you've got fucking howitzer this is no competition um it'd be interesting to see again what motive tweaks to it going forwards um but it was fun i will admit going around being an absolute badass um but again it's like i always when i start a new game and i've completed a save file i start a new game and not new game plus because again the challenge is not really there for me if i'm going to be totally honest All right, so we're going to move on to the next question. Uh, just letting people know we're going to be doing spoilers for the secret ending. So if you don't want to know, uh, I would recommend uh, going on Deafen. And we're going to uh, get into this with the secret ending. Now, I've seen it 
I'm pretty sure Spartan has seen it, and I'm pretty sure Max has seen it. So we're going to talk about this. Uh, your thoughts on the secret ending to Death Space Remake. Uh, we will go with Max first. Dumbledore dies. Mm-hmm. Vader is Luke's father. Blah. I don't know any other. Like, if you haven't ba- seen Bambi, I want to warn you about it. <laughs> Listen, the last, the last 20 minutes of Old Yeller, a little bit of a tonal shift. A little, Good lore. <laughs> I, I can't think of any other movies to like directly spoil like that. But um, okay, do you want me just to give like a real quick play by play of what it is too, or do you want me just like? Yeah, the play by play would be nice. Yeah, literally, the the cutscene I'm sure in the video will like be showing it as we go. It's literally 20 seconds. Isaac gets on the ship, and as the camera pans, you start to see him. He has a slightly deranged smile and look into his uh, look on his eye or look on his face. And you can see him talking to the spirit of Nicole, presumably still the influence of the marker. As you can see more blood writing on the, you know, presumably in that 10 second sequence where you like a spiral go in and out of orbit, which is totally safe and fine for the human body. It was hilarious every time it happened. But um, you can see there's a ton of writing. There's a ton of like almost alchemical style circles. But as we know, those are the schematics and the writings of the marker. It is clearly fully taken a hold of him. And it's hinted at kind of like it's hinted at in Dead Space 2 and 3 that yes he can now make the markers the blueprints are in his mind and he's going to make it and bring it to earth and nicole supports him and he's excited to bring it to the you know to earth and to other people to spread the markers influence as an ending and as a prize for um new game plus i'm gonna be honest eh, it's a cool scene it's creepy i like the idea of you know i don't want to say alternate history but like a what if scenario right it's fun I like it. I wish I got more out of it. I wish more things changed. It it was literally like a what? A 20 second sequence and then you're done? Which I get it. Like, it's... My dog Arlo agrees. Um, I definitely get that. Like, what really can you give as a prize for New Game Plus besides the... Uh, didn't even bring it up. The, the, ha- the finger gun. The pew pew bam bam. Which is hilarious and overpowered as always. But, um... What reward can you truly give? I get that. But it was kind of... Eh. Cool, but eh. So I've I've seen this ending, and uh, what you have to do is get the marker fragments on New Game Plus, and then you get it. Um, it could have been better, like Max said, uh, where it gives you more incentive. Maybe something is alluded to a little bit deeper or something like that it's basically isaac just is crazy and i mean he was crazy in death space too but this is like fully him in support of nicole and he's gonna build the marker and i i I like the scene how it played out like you know uh don't worry honey i got something to build and it's gonna take me a while but believe me it's gonna be worth it i i i did like the full-on deranged mode coming out of him but in terms of like unlockables it's it's nice for what it is i guess but it definitely could have been more if we're going on new game plus and playing through it again i mean uh, silent hill tried something like this like they did the ufo ending where you go back and you pick up pieces and you see something funny but that was like a tongue-in-cheek joke whereas this is like you know if you want to see this cool super duper ending 
you have to pick the stuff up and that was about it. It, it could have been a lot more. Silent Hill did a lot more with their endings with unlockables and finding things. And they could have did something like that where you're not just unlocking one ending, you're unlocking multiple if you want to. And they have like differing paths and rules to go on. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about the secret ending. I want to pass the baton over to uh, Mr. Spartan. What are your thoughts on it? In my opinion, and again, it, I will consider the alternate ending as non-canon. Um, it it seemed to me as though it was a big character assassination of Isaac. And again, I, I couldn't really care that much because, again, like I said, it was non-canon. Because um, throughout the games, or especially two onwards, Isaac detests anything to do with the markers. Um, yes, he's sort of taken for a ride in two, but his um, his reaction is always to destroy the marker. Um, what I would have liked instead is either you collect the... Now, spoiler alert, in order to get the ending, you have to collect marker fragments. Um, what I would have liked is you collect them and then you destroy them because you realise how much of a threat it actually possesses to the world and people in general. Um, but I think a cooler ending would have been um, having a, and I don't know how they would have done it, um, but having the ship that finds Isaac at the end of Dead Space um, 1 that brings him to Titan Station. I think that would have been fantastic. Again, I don't know how they would have done it. Um, that's something to mourn. Again, it's not that much of a big deal, but yeah, it's just the alternate ending is sort of like uh, haha, gotcha, little Easter egg. Um, didn't really add anything to it. Um, it was fun. It was, it was a fun little treasure hunt. But yeah, it was sort of meh. All right. So before we before we move on, anyone else want to talk about the alternate ending or that's it? Going once, going twice. Okay, soul. Like, man, there was an alternate ending. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> All right, Shaggy. Yeah, uh, I kind of think when Spartan says is like, yeah, it'd kind of be cool if they hinted more at like future games or I don't know, hinted at the lore drop in the Dead Space Three DLC or something to actually go as a, go with the lore as opposed to like a fan fiction essentially yeah it's yeah. it's it's basically a bad ending like it's it, it yeah, play like, it plays out like a bad playing ending. the game again is the bad ending that like wow you're screwed so it's like hey, eh. well it can't be yeah, worse than like a gold suit or like a gold gun or it, it, can't, it, it can't be any worse than getting like a needle to the eye which is alluded to in the game with the you cross art thing and that was a reward to get a needle in the eye <laughs> encouraged to uh take a needle to the eye which is yes, 10 times more were. painful uh sit still very closely while i stab this needle slowly into your eye socket uh, sit very still don't move sit very still don't move don't move sit very still you fucked it up <laughs> the whole machine just goes into the back of your head god that was a freaky scene anyways sorry yeah uh let's continue on with the story and lore so um the overall story and lore the new additions and the stuff that they added to the characterization what did you think about it in the remake compared to the original where isaac didn't talk in the first place max i will have you go first 
so before uh, before this video not necessarily today but like in the um just like in the week or so before there's a video i watched i'm gonna rip off um yahtzee crush yahtzee crush uh he runs zero punctuation he had this video about the idea of like the silent protagonist what is the role of one what is the purpose of one is one really i guess required or even a positive aspect in today's like technological level because you know back in the day we didn't have the technology to have like talking protagonists so that's why they're all silent so the question of like okay isaac talks now is this a good thing or a bad thing it's an absolutely good thing they held to the character they kept him the same way that he is in dead space two or three the conversations are so much more natural it's so nice for someone to say like isaac we need you to do blank and he actually says hang on what about this he talks like an actual engineer would talk he gives advice to people it's all incredibly good stuff and with the side quests, I love how the side quests were positioned in such a way that, like, if you were backtracking for any reason or with any other objective or to go to a security a security locked door, you would find them naturally, and they would encourage you to backtrack further. And they all had really good tidbits. It was great to see Nicole um, just, like, doing her job, trying to investigate. The lore changes, uh, once again, we're going to be talking about spoilers. This is probably one of my favorite ones that they actually did was um, in the original, you were basically guided by an illusion that was Nicole, but it always drew out a lot of weird questions, like um, you would have to protect Nicole as she's like programming the door to open. Well, if she wasn't real, how did the door open? How did the necromorphs know to attack her? How did all these weird, odd little questions? Well, in the new one, someone help me out. I'm blanking on her name. I'm sorry. There was essentially two more survivors. I remember the husband's name was Temple. Oh, uh, the other guy is something Elizabeth Cross. Yeah, Thank you. Cross, okay, Cross. Wrote just as I was saying, Elizabeth Cross. The idea was the marker was screwing with her to make her think that you were her husband, while also screwing with you to make you think that she was Nicole. It was a brilliant bit of storytelling because it made sense for everything. It made sense why she could open doors. It made sense why the Necromorphs would go for you. It made sense that there were still people that you could touch each other. And it was just wonderful i absolutely adored the differences that they made all the little items all the slight changes in the beginning right when you start the game you could pick up a log that is basically would you like to know isaac clark's entire backstory and i'm sitting there like yeah this is great and meanwhile um you know everyone's yelling at me like come on isaac we gotta go forward to this totally normal engineering gig and i'm like reading my life like oh i love this this is amazing overall i adored the dialogue i adored the side quests story changes it was all done with something that a lot of studios movie directors book directors however you want to say it it was you know something that they don't do a lot of time it was done with respect and it was done with understanding the vision the themes and just the general story of the original dead space games and not just overriding it adding their own weird little things adding all sorts of like unnecessary details it was done to enhance it and to help tie into it further which I just really, really appreciated and adored. Also hearing Isaac say fuck as he's shooting and stomping on things. I love that because that's what I was doing in real life. Yeah, so I agree. I, I, I do like when they add so much to the lore. Like, they try to... Um, how's, how's the word that I will put this in? Uh, they try to add in a lot more drama and uh, melodrama to the characters and their plight... Yeah, their plight to what was going on. So you had Shin, and he comes back later, and um, I think that uh, Hammond gets killed by him. And it's 
you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like they they try to make it all interpersonal with what's going on in the ship and how characters interact. Isaac also, because he has a voice now, I like how he illustrates his opinion on the whole scenario. So it's not like two-sided where it's just Kendra and Hammond talking 24-7. Now you have another version of the conflict who adds his opinion to the conversation. Um... I really, I really love that, and I just love them referencing like Death Space Two, Death Space Three. Um, uh, there was that scene where uh, Nicole was talking about "Cross Your Heart," and I'm like, oh, that sings to me because that's the little jingle that she was talking about when Isaac gets into the machine uh, and he sticks the needle in his eye. So I'm like, yes, this is what I really wanted from the game: callbacks, references. Uh, lore on top of lore, adding in new things that were interesting because I heard um, them talking about Isaac's mother a couple of times in the dialogue and I'm like, what's that about? So they can unravel that. It's just very, very good in terms of what they add in additions like Max said, where it's like, now Cross is walking around and that's who Isaac thinks is Nicole and you can already tell he's being influenced and deranged by the marker to the point where he's seeing people that aren't even um you know representative of themselves he, he's seeing whole new individuals uh and i think this is going to be taken up a notch in death space 2 remake if they get around to it personally speaking um i don't know i a lot of people say they hated every change in the game and you have your peers and like every survival horror community ever uh it happened for resident evil it was bound to happen for this one but i think this one is the one that really builds on top of everything and i i i like how the developer said they got their own death space lore books um they looked at extraction the side games the movies they really went into detail with this and and the funny thing is the original director uh glenn schofield he said he hated them detailing so much lore he's like oh i just i i just don't have a feel for it i want to deal with the monsters the conflict and the horror but I don't want all this lore and dealing with all this stuff. And I, I just felt like that was the wrong sort of mentality to have. I, I, I think they definitely nailed it in terms of trying to keep it all atmospheric and interesting with the story. So that's what I think on the characters. I think it was great and the story as well. So Jack, I'll let you go next. Uh, as my savvier correspondent had noted, um, silent protagonists being of the wayside nowadays. But you know that's not entirely fair. We've had um, more. We've had more active pro uh, voiced protagonists since 1996, with like the advent of the PS1 and Resident Evil and et cetera, et cetera. But that's an entirely different subject. Just want to point that out to my savvier correspondent. Any horror. Moving on. Uh, what they did with the lore and everything, they kept true to it. And that's one of the big things that I really enjoy about a good, solid, savvy remake. It's the same thing that they did with Resident Evil 2 remake. And, you know, for to a lesser extent, the Resident Evil 3 remake, but we'll burn that bridge when we get to it later. Um, but the Dead Space remake uh, is still amazing. Uh, like... What they did, what they added, what they built upon is so absolutely amazing and just so influential. Like, I, I foresee Motive and EA working on, like, working on the rest of the series. And God willing, hopefully, we, hopefully, 
EA keeps their stupid, stupid fingers out of it and don't muck it up like they did the last time they tried this trilogy. Um, but yeah, essentially the added addition of Isaac's mother being a unitologist and finding out that she had literally sold all her possessions to pursue this religion. Isaac being like, I'm fucking done with unitology. I hate this shit and this is stupid. And everything that is built on through his backstory and everything is just absolutely phenomenal. And I really hope that they keep building upon this. Like, for for example, the jump from Dead Space 1 to jump to Dead Space 2, that buildup was really amazing. I hope they continue that progress. And I would hate, I would absolutely hate to see uh them regress with anything that they're doing with this series right now i i agree if i wanted to put just a little bit of a spin on it there is that i i think i said this before i don't want them to do the same thing they did to visceral where they killed them or liquidated them and uh all the trust is now gone i don't think they can afford another culling because if they do it, fans ain't having it. They're going to burn down EA uh, with a matchstick and some marshmallows, guaranteed. So, next up on this question, we have Suge. What do you think of this? I mean, in all honesty, the, the lore, um, I'm too lazy to read. So, uh, I mainly just pick it up, close it. Um, but I think one of the better better things that I liked in in lore wise I guess it was like we get a lot of background with Isaac you know and uh, I I like how uh they do his uh um they do his background and how it, you know his mom was a unitologist and all that kind of shit and she ended up dying and all that other stuff and it was interesting cuz this man goes into and does all this stuff that he's doing in you know, his job and has all that kind of shit in his mind and you can see whenever you're doing one of the side quests that it it just overloads him completely in, in the head and so i think the fact that they, you know they gave him more of a voice and all that kind of stuff you can see him uh be not i guess not relatable but very understand more understandable character instead of it being just a silent dude who has two other people talking to him in constant uh on a constant basis but um yeah like lore wise i didn't read too much into it so uh don't have a lot to do with this question besides just you know isaac being cool now all right spartan it's your turn the thing I love about what Motive did was that they kept Visceral's trilogy intact. Um, so it's it's very obvious that when they went ahead doing this game and their lore, they were going to be respectful because they included aspects from Extraction, they included aspects from uh, Downfall, they included aspects from 2, 3... Um, it's just it's fantastic it's a love letter to fans a love letter to the original developers um and it it's it's done in such a fantastic way that going forward it is their own universe now and again it was very hard to do because you know it's a remake you you can only change so much 
Now, they've not changed it, they've tweaked it, which I love, and they've done it to such perfection. Um, and I, I, I mentioned before, I was going to have to fact-check someone. I apologise, you can kick my ass later. Um, in the original game, Isaac's mother was always a unitologist. Um, always, always, always. But not many people knew that. I don't know where they got the info from. Um, but even from the original game, Isaac's mother was a unitologist. But hearing Isaac actually say that out loud, and you could just hear the utter disdain in his voice because his mother cost him a very good education from a prestigious engineering school. Fantastic. Um, they, they've really hit it out of the park motive with this law. Um, and it's it's interesting to see what will happen going forward. And you you see on the Reddit posts, what would you rather see next? A Dead Space 2 remake or a Dead Space 4? And it just it boggles my mind that they don't understand that if you go straight on to Dead Space 4, you're going to have to use Visceral's law, which, again, it's not a bad thing, but considering how that left off... Do you really want to continue a game series in that aspect? Um, I say let Motive um, do their own thing because to me, they've crafted such a fantastic um, split in the timeline. It's gorgeous. It's it's being so honourable to the original again. And there's just so much more, so much more lore added into it. It's fantastic. All right, so we're going to move on to question number nine. So what was your favorite rig throughout the entire game? This includes pre-order bonuses and the level six suit for New Game Plus. Spartan, I'm going to let you go first. My my favorite suit is definitely going to be the Venture suit, which you get in the Digital Deluxe Edition, um, which you can also get for like 10 bucks. It's just so gorgeous. It's smooth. It's ah, oh, it's brilliant. I liked I, I I liked part of the level six suit, especially the torso and the helmet. But the arms and the legs they just too bulky for a military suit. Um, but the venture suit goes hard, and it it's giving me security and advanced suit vibes, which is probably why I liked it so much. I'm gonna go real quick. I'm simple. I, I like the bloody suit, uh, just seeing Isaac covered in blood. I know um, that you, you mostly see it in the game anyway when you smack an enemy around, but uh, just to have it on 24-7, uh, that's great. I also like, you know, Sanctified. I, I just like anything that looks like a chrome black suit when you're wearing it and whatnot. Adventure is also really good as well. Just anything that also alters the design as well as the suit being in black is something i always appreciate as well uh the other ones that i see in the links here i'm not too much of a fan of uh so i'm just gonna leave those on the cutting room floor so we're gonna have max go next so for me, I have to agree. The venture suit is just the absolute best. It okay. So the the level six suit, I like it. It looks badass. It's great. The venture suit looks like a real military kind of like you were given this on purpose. You're gonna run in there and kick ass. Also, it makes me look the most like Samus from Metroid. And the moment I put it on, I was like, yes, let's do this. 
I mean, the Infested was fun, the Sanctified was fun, but ultimately, Venture, hands down. That being said, uh, this is actually a good spot to talk about, like, a small criticism I have of the game. I understand graphical design, designing suits is hard, da da da. Something that I really like about the game, especially on the first playthrough, is when you have, like, your starting, your starting basic suit, I forget if it has the exact name, you know, the rig, and over time, as it upgrades, you get more armor platings, it gets a little bulkier, it looks more official over time, right? I really, really wish that they had that with all the different um, pre-order suits or like the level six one as well. I wish you could choose how you look stylistically, even if you changed in terms of gameplay. I wish the venture suit upgrade over time, the infested suit. I think that would have been a really nice add-on because um, I played most of my first playthrough only in the venture suit just because I liked how it looked. But I always felt kind of bad because it was like, oh, well, I want to see what the... I want to see what the standard suit looks like as it upgrades over time. So as much as I love the venture, I really do wish with all the suits that they just you could see a change or you had a little bit more customizability, which I I just think that would have been a little bit more fun. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that uh, the original Death Space uh, one suits, the DLC suits, um, none of those really carried all the way over. Um, it's a lot of them that did not get ported over. So I'm thinking maybe they should uh, reconsider or when they get the Death Space 2 remake, uh, add in a lot more because people like to see Isaac progress and, and and look different as time goes on uh and that's one thing to consider like people really like the rigs so why not expand it next we have jack jack what do you think of this personally i love all the suits i love their designs i love the way that they look and i love the fact that they're all practical for the type of environment that you find yourself in on ishimura just how well it's just how well the suits are designed for you know 26th century space travelers and 26th century engineers or whatever era this is set in they're just the designs are so fan fucking tastic i love all of them Doug, what about you uh i didn't really do any uh deluxe edition pre-orders but i did get the the original suit which is like one that i think everybody gets and i used that one for like a good a good chunk of it because i do like the original suit the most honestly um i think it would have been cool to have like some other suits from from the you know the original ones like maybe if they did uh you know, like the Dead Space 3 one with the with the fur on the on the shoulders. Um, it would have been cool to have like some of those. I do know that the Lux ones are also pretty cool looking, but uh, I think I think personally I would either stick to the original one or the one that they gave you in the game that, you know, as you upgrade it, it gets, you know, cooler and it shines. It's very shiny too, so I like I like that one the most out of all the outfits in all honesty. All right, and we're going to move on to the final question, and that is uh, the survey that we saw over the weekend. So, uh, context, EA is asking questions actively, and uh, I know people are saying, you know, uh, why are they doing this if they know this game is doing well, but Capcom also asked the same question for Resident Evil. So, they actively ask people, hey, do you guys want Death Space 2 remade, Death Space 3 remade? Comment and tell us what you know. 
Um, so I want to frame this into a question. If they did remake these games and considering how you played Death Space 1 remake and, and your enjoyments and criticisms and whatnot, would you trust Motive to have a chance to take a crack at it? Yes or no? I'm going to start off with Jack. I would trust Motive. I would trust Motive with a further expansion on the project of Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 3, uh, so long as uh, publishing hands don't get too invested, if that makes any sense. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, good, good, you've already done perfection. Let me put my hands in there. It's like, no, back the fuck off, EA, you stupid bastards. Um, I, would, I would trust Motive with... Uh, a Dead Space 2 and a Dead Space 3 remake. Max, what about you? Maximilian? Oh, sorry, you're cut out, so I honestly wasn't sure who you were addressing there. Uh, for me, I'm in the same boat. I think they should totally remake 2 and 3. I was brought up before, like, oh, should we go straight to Dead Space 4? It is always better to write your own lore and to build off your own things as opposed to building off someone else's because as with every story and reading every book, there's always your own vision versus someone else's vision. So if you have full control over the situation, you can more better, that's not good grammar, you can more adequately create a story for Dead Space 4 that builds off of what you want to build. Even if you're even if they like keep the same story beats, which you know some people may like, some people may not like, they can work on it and build it up better uh that being said like what all is going to change with uh dead space 2 it's really hard to say i would love them to like learn the lessons they did from making this remake and make it even better maybe it'll be like kind of the same idea maybe the same kind of i guess gameplay differences just brought into dead space 2 i'm not sure but i have absolute faith in them to make a wonderful product out of it just without a doubt uh, my opinions are the same. I think as long as the publishers let um, Motive do what they want, just like they've been doing with um, either Jedi Fallen Order or this game, then it'll be Peachy King. Uh, they need to realize that if they meddle around in it like they did with Death Space 2 a little bit with the multiplayer, shoving that in there, shoehorning that in there, and then to the extent of 3, where it's like full-blown co-op which ruined the single-player vision of the game then i would be like no I, I i don't think this is a great idea as for uh death space 4 i i don't think that it is the right time to jump into that project because 4 was ambitious they were dealing with a wide-scale necromorph infection you don't know if isaac is dead or alive according to the lore even carver like they're, they're both supposedly dead so you don't know what's going on and i i feel like the story is like ninja said in the discord where he's like it, it's just messy and if motive gets their opportunity to work on two and three then they could build off make four and it won't be as convoluted they can make a window to making a wide-scale necromorph invasion with isaac uh somewhere in space and you play as ellie or whatnot like whatever and um they go from there so it, it, it takes time. I, I think people need to realize that this stuff takes time, patience, and you need to definitely uh, build on this before you can walk. You know, you gotta, you gotta walk before you can run. You gotta 
keep running until you get something good and, and keep the ball going from there. So I think that making two and making three after this would be great practice for them. And then they can move on to like expansions and maybe uh, transmedia marketing because I think that's kind of what is missing from Death Space right now. Like, I remember they had movies and, and fucking uh, spinoffs and, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is crazy. This series is like really blowing up and we don't have that. So we, we got to start back from square one, which is Death Space Remake. And then they could build off and make more from there. So I'm all for it if it's really good, just like this game. Next, we're going to do Shook. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with this. Um... I would love for them to actually do more, especially do the two and three. Um, if as long as EA learned so far, they have learned their lesson in some ways into, you know, take the fuck away from their single player games and just let them do their own work. Um, I think if with the success of this game and maybe whenever the the Jedi Survivor game comes out, I think in terms of like EA will slowly like try to have some sort of faith with them in terms of single player, multiplayer, you know, we're just taking that shit out of there. But I think, I think EA is slowly getting their shit together in terms of having developers do single player games and not just have them put their grimy shitty hands into these single player games because they want multiplayer. You know, people want single players that they love and that they will continue to love and buy. So I would love to see two and three, and if they do another one, maybe a four. Um, uh, I would like it if they do have time. Also, I think that if you give if you give the, the these uh, developers time to actually one, you know, um, make sure that the story that they're building, of course, will line up with you know the prior ones, and they don't do any kind of just mishaps in terms of like completely erasing the fact that the other two exist. Um, so it would be interesting, you know, to just give them time to work on their own story while also using the same one that already has been established. Um, I think they did pretty well how they uh, did this game. Of course, it's like a lot similar to it, but, you know, with those added little features in, in between the, uh, the lore. Um, but yeah, like, I, I'd be very excited to see what they would do if they make a 2 and a 3 remake. It would be very interesting. All right, Spartan, you're the last one up for tonight. Tell us what you think of this question. Um, I I would absolutely trust motive um, with future remakes and the series in general. Because like, like I said before, when the law, with the law question um, in particular, they had every right, even though fans wouldn't have liked it, they had every right to change things, but they didn't. They kept things as much as they could whilst also putting their own spin on it, which is, like I said before, it is, it is, um, it was lovely. It was very polite of them to do so, not completely erasing Visceral's work. Um, and yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they go because things now have changed going into two and then potentially three. Um, I will say going forward, um, I've I've mentioned this in the Discord several times. Um, I don't like it when games come out with DLC at launch, um, like Dead Space Three, for example. Oh my god! But then again, that was a time 
of every game had to have microtransactions. If you didn't, then you weren't considered successful. Look how that turned out. Um, saying that, I wouldn't be opposed now, within a few months, if the remake did, in fact, get post-launch content. And again, you don't. it's not really pay-to-play, but, you know, extra suits, so on and so forth. Um, and, yeah, because it that shows to me that motive, know how to make a game stand on its own two feet without extra financial security. They are confident with the game they've put out. Even going far as, um, what was it, Squadron? Because I believe they only did one update that um, included several, or just maybe two aircraft. Um, so they know they, they, they're, 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 they're very confident with themselves, which is fantastic to see. In a triple A develop in a triple A developer, especially in this day and age. All right, and we're gonna end the Death Space remake podcast. Great discussions all around, great opinions, um, and adding on to a lot of points. So I'm going to do my outro first. You can find me on social media at Renegade Operative on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. Uh, my obvious. Twitter is operative underscore and also Instagram at renegade underscore operative. You can find me all there. Uh, the links will be obviously in the description below. Next, we have Shook. Where can we find you? Uh, you guys can pretty much find me everywhere. Uh, uh, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok is uh, just at Sugar Bastion. Uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere with the same name just to keep it <laughs> keep it simple. Next, we have Jack. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitch at Pirate Captain Jack on Twitch, and same thing on Twitter, Pirate Captain Jack, and on YouTube at Pirate Captain Jack. I am the very, very standard person. As five friends discuss the Dead Space remake, <laughs> what will they discuss? What will they find? And will they discover the true horror of the human condition? I like that. That's like a movie director going off the fringe. <laughs> but uh max you gotta outro yourself good buddy yep and once again is max also known as lord Ectro. i am a variety streamer and vtuber on twitch.tv slash lord Ectro, and you can also find me on twitter with the same name i'm currently going through hogwarts legacy the metroid prime remastered and i'm looking to start atomic heart all three of which well besides atomic heart i've been having a wonderful time with and i'm really excited to play Good lord, your backlog, I feel sorry for it. Oh god, the backlog, the franchise series, it never freaking ends, but <laughs> I am I'm very happy to play them. I'm very honored to be here. Thanks again for having me. No problem, no problem. Spartan, you know we're gonna find you only on the Discord. You can find me on the Discord, but also you can find me on Witch at the right choice. Um Ren can link that down. I'm branding differently, so Oh, be sure to send that to me in like DMs and I'll put you in the description. No problem. All right. So we're going to we're going to sign out. Um, be sure to not get affected by any of those markers out there because they will fuck your mind up, fam. And uh, we had a good time on this podcast. Uh, hopefully when 
more death spaces announced we'll talk about that in the future but obviously we're gonna sign out now so you guys take care and the next thing we're talking about survival horror related is re4 that's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting um the last trailer looked so fucking amazing i i can't wait uh until then we will see you guys next time later